and welcome to episode 21 of the Story Not Forgotten podcast. We are brought to you by Capturing Legacies, because everyone has a story to tell, and it's time to tell yours. Visit CapturingLegacies.com to get started. My name is Liam Rathgaber, partner and anthologist with Capturing Legacies, as well as your host. And joining me today is a comedy duo, a pair of filmmakers, and the comedic geniuses behind Drop Bear and Panda, Jennifer McLean and Michael Dean Dargy. Hey. Thank you. I got it it right. And only on the fourth try. (laughs) Thanks for having us. Thanks for joining us. Well, because we do what we do without any ado, why don't you tell us a story? Well, do that. Ah. Do you want a beer? Yeah, I would love a beer. Thank you. Is it okay? Can we drink on Yeah. Yeah, just... Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's there's nothing wrong with drinking. This is this is a, a very grown up show with very grown up people. We can even fucking swear. <laughs> Fuck and swear or fucking swear. What did you say? Who knows, <laughs> listeners? Yeah, this is this isn't video this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, we were. Let's 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 lay lay up some background. Let, paint us a scene. I'll paint you a scene. <laughs> well, okay. I, I, let, let's start here. So uh, Jen and I have been producing short films for the last, what, year and a half, give or take? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it really just started as uh, something we were sitting around talking about stuff, and we are just like, oh, we should do, like, film. And I think you came up with the very first idea of the terroring, mm-hmm. uh, which, <laughs> <laughs> which was a ridiculous premise. It was so good. <laughs> you can also tell that, uh, well, besides the May Long Weekend video that we had to do because our videographer was originally snowed in on the May Long Weekend, uh, it, you you can tell that the terror ring is our first. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I'm but gonna, I, I still stand by my uh, my idea. I, I'm going to track it down. I'm going to post it on our, on our Facebook page. You can check it out actually on our YouTube channel. Uh, which yeah. well, I'll link to the YouTube, yeah, cool. and that way people can can watch it and then go, that was amazing. I'm going to subscribe to this and only leave nice comments because that's how YouTube works. <laughs> Absolutely, and we will read all of those comments and take them right to heart. Yeah, <laughs> we won't want to kill ourselves at all. <laughs> so anyway, that, that's where we did start on the May Long weekend, but it went to the tearing. And I, I will say this right away that all these short films, uh, which I think are hilarious. Uh, are Jen's ideas like she comes up with these random weird ass ideas <laughs> and it then becomes my job to figure out how to get them on film mm-hmm. and then we sit down and edit them and stress over them but and and the the, the catch with with doing these little shorts uh, is that sometimes our ideas uh, start off small and then <laughs> and then they 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 get way too big and uh, we either can't do it or don't know how or it or, takes a month. So usually when we do these shorts, uh, they're anywhere from a minute to about five or six minutes long. And we usually film in an afternoon. Uh, Sometimes it's just a couple hours, Uh, which brings us to the 48-hour film challenge. Yeah, so we ended up getting this invitation. Was the invitation come across our desk? Yeah. They're just like, you should do this for the Calgary uh, Comic and Entertainment Expo. They've got this... 48-hour film challenge, you have 48 hours to produce a final film under five minutes. Mm-hmm. Everything included. 
sets, props, uh, music, um, everything. Right. All, uh, and the whole concept here is you don't get a week to prepare. You don't get two weeks to prepare. You don't even get five minutes to prepare. You don't know what you're doing until you get the envelope. Not a clue. So we might <laughs> we might film our shorts in an afternoon, but we yeah. usually plan it uh, three days in advance, three weeks in advance, sometimes a month in advance. This one was a huge challenge for us, which is why we did it. Yeah. Because you don't know anything at all. And we we and we felt pretty well suited to take on this challenge because over the you know that year, um, we've produced twenty six twenty six twenty six ish short films, including uh, a story hive. Uh, music video, music video. Uh, behind the scenes music videos. We've done uh, some stuff. Pitches. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a pretty impressive output. 26 in a year is an, an average of a film every two weeks. Yeah. And of course, it's not actually, we're not that regular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither are we. <laughs> <laughs> right. Get more brand in your diet. You'll um, but yeah, we. Yeah, so we, we've done this before, but we've never done it blind, which is exactly what the 48 hour film challenge is. And there are other 48 hour film challenges in Alberta and, mm. and whatnot, but this is the first one we've done. And and the Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo, come on. Like, talk about being on a killer it's a, stage. It's a pretty significant stage. They, yeah. they get a lot of pretty big guests through there. Yeah. So we, sorry, go ahead. So uh, what we ended up doing was we got uh, a bit of a team together, uh, knowing that on the 25th of April, or somewhere around there, uh, that we would have to go to Pips... Uh, uh, up in Martaloop. Games and... Ca Pips Cafe, yep. uh, which is a gaming place, um, to get our envelope. Uh, so Drop Bear and I were there for dinner, and then uh, waited for the... The... the Doom time! Unveiling. And what was, what was cool is we're sitting in... Uh, we're sitting in Pips. We had really a nice meal there, and we start seeing all these random filmmakers come, and they're like, some of them are awkward, and they're like waiting around. <laughs> you know, they're just like, am I at the right place? And mm -hmm. anyway, so we the, planned ahead. We got there early. Jen planned ahead. I do not plan ahead. This <laughs> was all Jen. Yep. <laughs> all panda all the time. Uh, anyway, so the they end up, uh, you know, getting this big crowd out on the front deck there of, uh, of Pips and they're like they're holding up these envelopes they're just like and the first envelope who wants it silence nobody dared do anything move or breathe right. actually I think some people took steps backwards yeah. <laughs> because honestly who wants the first envelope right it's like but why wouldn't you want the first who knows it could be it could be amazing or terrible. So what did Panda end up doing? Panda went, fuck it, and grabbed it, and we were good to go. Yeah, so we ended up, uh, <clears throat> we didn't open it there. <clears throat> Pardon me, we had the team waiting at uh, LNC Style. Maybe we should explain what is in the envelope. Yeah, okay. Well, we don't know yet, because... And maybe explain LNC Style for those who haven't yeah. uh, had the opportunity mm -hmm. to work there. I was just about to, God. <laughs> so we grabbed the... <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I'm not editing that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we took the envelope down to LNC Style. LNC Style, they're our production partners, and they're down in uh, Victoria Park. Mm -hmm. uh, so we at the beach. Yeah, right by the beach. Advanced Audio. 
uh, right behind there in their big green screen room. Uh, anyway, Panda uh, comes in there with the envelope. The whole team is sitting around the table. Team including um, Teak and Tamara and Liam. Yep. Our host. Uh, Luis and Candice. We had Emery there. Um, Was Derek there? Uh, Derek was there as well, um, and we had a couple people on call in case we needed anything. Yeah, so we had gophers ready. Uh, so drum roll. Uh, Panda opens up the envelope. Now the envelope has a genre, a prop, and a line of dialogue that we must use for our film, and our film has to be less than five minutes, yeah. which would include the credits and everything. Yeah, so it started Friday, 7 o'clock at night, and we had to have it submitted by Sunday 7 night PM. at 7. Yeah. So like 48 hours, and by the time we got down, it was 7.30. Already we had burned 30 minutes. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to wonder if the mic is picking that up. It, so Newton the cat is drinking out of a Wiser's glass <laughs> right near the mic right near the mic so if you heard some some weird noises that was him that was uh, the third member of drop baron panda and newton yeah he gives no shits well <laughs> in a box <laughs> he gives them in a box yeah so uh that was a bit of a segue yeah so I open the envelope. Yeah. Everybody's sitting there with bated breath. Yep. And our mystery prop is a toy. Which is pretty open. I was a little disappointed in that, to be honest. I would have rather that it was more specific, mm -hmm. like a Pez dispenser or like a Scooby-Doo Pez dispenser. Like, I'd rather have that and try and figure out how to blend that. A toy seemed a little... It's kind of innocuous. Yeah. It, it was like... But it also made it a lot easier because where am I going to find a Scooby-Doo Pez dispenser at 8 p.m. on a Friday? That's part of the challenge, Calgary. On eBay for $17,000 for some reason. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Calgary we, Expo, you can do better. Yeah, we had no... We <laughs> ha also didn't really have a budget. So our genre was space western. I lost Ooh. my mind. So when I read out space western, uh, Drop Bear here jumped out of his chair and I'm pretty sure went, yes, and high-fived a bunch of people. <laughs> Everybody. And I was like, Mel! Yeah. I was like, brown coat. Where's my brown coat? Yeah. 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 Nathan Fillion. Shout out to you. We love you. <laughs> and then our line of dialogue was, I don't like boats. I don't like water. I'm a man, not a fish. From the Highlander. Yep. Which is a, a great little segue. All of this stuff came from guests at the Calgary Expo this year. This was, the, uh, this was a 2017 uh, Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo. Um, and all of these, this stuff came from guests, which is kind of cool. All based on the people who were there that year. So we've got 48 hours, like 47 hours, 30 minutes to get this done. Um, so what we did was we had a giant powwow session. We made lists, uh, which is a really good thing to do uh, if you're a filmmaker and making short films, is a list on stuff that you have to uh, film or what you would think about in that aspect. Yeah, like a, your circle of expectations in a space western. So right. we looked at space, we made a list about space stuff. Then we looked at western, made a list of western stuff, and figured out the crossovers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and the biggest challenge, I think, was trying to figure out what, where to put that line of dialogue. Right, right how to break that it up. That is a pretty big, awkward line. <laughs> right. So we ended up breaking it up into three pieces. Mm -hmm. Um and and thank you to the uh, the judges. They gave us an honorable mention for how we dealt with that particular challenge, mm -hmm. uh, which was nice. But uh, part of like my favorite part of that night 
was the whole creative process. So you've got a table of people that are like throwing out ideas. It stressed Panda out a lot, but <laughs> Drop Bear was like, I got this. <laughs> right? But it was, I thought it was, it was amazing because it, you want to, everybody's got a great idea. And, but what we need to do is figure out how it would sort of fit into the Drop Bear and Panda universe. And can we find a narrative for five minutes that would make sense? Um, that would, we weren't even thinking about line of dialogue at that point. We, we thought that we'd figure out a way to fold it in there once mm-hmm. we had a structure. And it was a lot easier to break it up into three parts instead of have one person say the entire line. Yeah, totally. It made more sense too. But mm-hmm. we ended up building the narrative around it eventually. But once we had the structure, once we had the structure down, um, the rest was easy. <laughs> easy. Easy in dick finger quotes. <laughs> yeah. So... Once we had a rough idea of what we were going to do, uh, everyone broke. Uh, so a couple people went to, uh, I believe, Walmart uh, to find... Um, Props and little odds and sods that we needed. Yeah, little lists. We sort of made up little lists of things we needed. Uh, we, uh, Michael and I went back to our house to start writing a script. Um, Luis and Candace stayed behind at LNC to try to sort of set up uh, the, the set that we wanted. And we we're going for the inside of a spaceship. Yeah, and Luis and Candace also contacted this Peruvian uh. mariachi <laughs> band that they were going to be filming uh, the next night. Right. Cause, yeah, because they were doing a, a whatchamacallit? Uh, a documentary. A documentary on these guys. And these guys are famous. They like, were so good. Right? <laughs> yeah, they're they're unbelievable. They're like, but they were telling me they're like Elvis in Peru. Like these guys are, they see them on the street yeah, were, and people are like throwing their babies at them. Is that what people do in Peru? <laughs> <laughs> Peru's kind of, you'd think they'd throw llamas, but no. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so we end up with this rock star Peruvian band. Two out of three did not speak English, I don't think. No. Which made it interesting and super fun. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, went home, started trying to uh, write out a script. Now, for a five-minute script, you usually want five pages. Yeah, about five pages of formatted script. Yeah. And uh, it was loosely done. We ended up with five and a half pages, mm-hmm. you know, come nine o'clock the next day, Saturday morning. We had a solid five and a half pages, knowing we are going to edit some down. Right. Now, uh, one of our our key players in this film was uh, Ken Gardner. Right. If you've watched uh, FUBAR Age of Computers, Mm -hmm. he's Laser. Um, But he's also Emperor Palpatine. Yes. And so uh, we had Emperor Palpatine there, full-blown makeup, uh, costuming. It was incredible. Yeah, when you say he was Emperor Palpatine... He was Emperor Palpatine. Oh, yeah. Like, circa Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It's incredible. Absolutely and, and that, incredible. That's thanks to Stacey Wagner, Wagner and uh, Jen Lynn Bain, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, who helped us out Got up early and did all his makeup yeah, in the morning. Ass. And we also got... Um, so our toy that we used was a toy laser gun. However... I also, I reached out, I reached back into the past, back to the 80s, back to the TRS-80 days. I was four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I called up a friend, I, I we, you know, uh, through Facebook we've been in contact, but we actually haven't spoken in, God, probably 30 years, and that's John Crowdis, because he always shows on Facebook these great paintings, uh, like uh, he's painting models, Um 
like scaled. What are they called? Like scale models. They're not toys. Or they're, they're they're collectibles. Yeah. <laughs> Stop, tell, stop calling them toys, mom. <laughs> They're collectibles, not toys. Anyway, so he's he's got this uh, Millennium Falcon that he did this crazy awesome paint job on and a scale lit model of the Starship Enterprise. And I was like, hey, can we borrow these for a film? He's just like, yeah. <laughs> of course you can. So we ended up like going down and getting these amazing models, which you'll see featured at the beginning at the end of it. Of the film, it's like super high tech of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have mad skills. Mad skills. So oh, uh, I ended up going to bed around two o'clock in the morning. I think Mike uh, went to bed around three three thirty. Yeah. And then we had to be back at L and C by nine. By nine, yeah. And uh, Candace, with all our stuff, Candice, Luis, and the team were there building uh, the inside of a Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um. At, I think they started at 8. Uh, we had a crew call at, or a set call um, for 10 for all of our actors. And then mm-hmm. we brought in some food. And, um, yeah, then we, we got to work. And basically we ended up doing a, a high-stakes poker game <laughs> in the belly of the Millennium Falcon with, you know, Emperor Palpatine. Uh, and our, our special effects budget was huge. Oh, yeah. You, you could know. tell. You, you, could tell by, you could tell by the Switchblade lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> That, that, that was amazing. Right, and, and Palpatine's like... Uh, using the Force? Using the Force. Our special effects were like... Yeah, off incredible. the hizzy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And so, it, super fun day. Uh, we were there for about, I, I want to say six hours-ish. Yeah. And uh, filming and then two, clean up. two cameras, I think, running mm-hmm. uh, at the same time. We had like a sound, we had gaffer. We had like, it was a full crew. It was a full production. And it, you know... Except for our super high tech special effects, I think it looked pretty damn good, considering we banged it out in five hours. Yeah, like, and and then we went right into post production as soon as that was done. Couldn't rest, man. Yeah, Luis got right into the edit bay and was editing. I think until about probably midnight by the time he got the the, the rough cut, almost the final cut, but the the rough cut that we could then send to sound. Mm-hmm. So we sent that off to um, Chad Blaine. And Emery Chords at uh, Ghost Iron. Mad sound geniuses. Oh, my God. So they started working on that about midnight mm-hmm. on the Saturday. And, uh, yeah, it was it was absolutely insane. And then the next day, we had to do all the visual effects. So mm-hmm. we, we ended up with a final cut early in the morning um, that got sent over to sound again. So they, they basically laid it in a rough sound bed. And then, um, uh, then we had the final cut so they could start... Mm-hmm. Doing it right to that, and I had to I had to do the visual effects, and I I walked into this thinking to myself, I can do this no problem because whatever I'm a mad computer genius, <laughs> <laughs> and I do editing and film and blah blah blah. I've never in my life done a lightsaber effect or a laser laser guns or yeah because there's a full on laser gun fight in this in this film. yeah there is yeah. And, and a as you already noted a super high tech lightsaber switchblade yeah it's, it's really intimidating <laughs> I think Michael was crying at one point because he couldn't get it done well so I, I made After Effects I'm just like how hard could it be <laughs> it's super hard apparently yeah. listeners <laughs> so I, I ended up hitting up YouTube I think I hit Film Riot I hit like all, all these things I'm just like oh okay cool like I understand animation I understand like you know how we're going to do this frame by frame I just didn't understand how I was going to make it how I was going to sell it because with a light effect, you want the rest of your uh, screen to change based on 
where the light hits, where it's not. I mean, you have to invent all this shit as you go. I can barely turn on my computer without fucking that up. So <laughs> this is amazing. So, so I'm losing my mind and time is ticking down because we wanted to have the... Our plan was to have the final film into pips by... Five. Right? At the latest. couple hours uh, ahead of time. Yeah, because you only have 48 hours beginning to end. Yeah, that's right. And uh, We were hoping to do it in 46 hours. Yeah, we were, and we wanted to have like a buffer. We wanted to be like just walk in all calm and stuff like that. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. Oh my God. <laughs> so Michael's working on uh, the special effects. I go over to uh, Ghost Iron to uh, help take care of the sound and make sure that everybody is... <laughs> Doing what they're supposed to be doing. And not fighting. <laughs> exactly. Rattling each other. So um, I was there with Emery uh, for about an hour before Chad came. Um, Chad was there to do the a lot of the Foley work. Um, the, the feet scuffling across the floor. Um, those sound effects. And Emery actually wrote and did, while I was sitting there, some actual guitar music. Just with a mic on his guitar, oh, so a lot are, of that was. Those guys are fucking geniuses. Yeah, a lot like, of it oh was just on the fly, and then he wrote the beginning and the end music yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, wrote just and performed and recorded all, all right and there and mastered all right in front of me uh, at Ghost Iron Studio, yeah. and and it's ridiculous. Oh, there it, are it was some insane. Badass, talented people in this town. The, the people sitting across from me included. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> That's sweet. One of us is more talented than the other. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'll give you your 20 later. <laughs> um, so we were counting down, slowly counting down. The video wasn't rendering properly. Oh, yeah. So I ended up getting... The... I almost vomited. I swear to God. I was so scared. <laughs> yeah, so I ended, I ended up with the final, with the VFX, I think off to... Um, that was up to LNC. By two, LNC is uh, Louise and Louise. Yeah, Louise and Canada's. They live far north. Pips is down in, in Marta Loop, and Ghost Iron is over by Deerfoot Mall. Yeah, uh, yeah, like Eighth Street and Thirty Second Avenue. Yeah, close to the Peter Lougheed Center with yeah. the with the trains. For there. anybody not living in Calgary that's listening to this, uh, Calgary, despite being in Canada is freaking huge. Yeah. Calgary has a massive footprint. In terms of uh, square mileage, we're about on par with New York. Yeah. We're just spread out. We like our big yards, so there's only a million people yeah. here. But the the locations are basically, <laughs> there's one more or less right in the middle, and then all of the others are on the edges. Yeah. So there's some running it's, around it's to a do. Good, yeah, it's a good 20, 30-minute drive uh, from one location. spot to the other. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, it, that's that's about 20, 30 minutes of drive uh, good, from, one good weather. from one spot to the other in good weather. It just so happened the day that we had to hand it in, which was April, or April the 9th, it was snowing and raining <laughs> and it was cold and miserable. Just putting that out there. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're up in the far northwest. Well, I'm up in the far northwest. Jen is down in Martaloupe at Pips waiting for me to deliver the final film. So Ghost Iron has the sound effects and the music that was then sent up to LNC Far up northwest. north yeah. where Michael was. I leave Ghost Iron to go to Pips in Marta Loop mm -hmm. and I wait there so we can hand in the final product. Now what we didn't take into consideration was buffering. <laughs> <laughs> and render and, and insane rendering. render times. So it was very stressful 
We didn't. We we lost that two hour window. It was shrinking and shrinking and shrinking as I'm watching render, 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 and we never had an opportunity. Um, like once it was rendered, we watched it, looked great, threw it on a thumb drive. But I should tell you, by the time it was rendered on a thumb drive, I had 15 minutes. It was <laughs> 6.42, and I, we had to hand it in at 7. seven. And, I, and I'm a half hour away in good weather, and I'm on a motorcycle, and it's snowing. <laughs> I'm standing outside of Pip's. Waiting and waiting. I get a text from Candace that says, be outside and ready to go. Oh, I'm actually on my motorcycle warming it up because it's not finished rendering yet. Luis is in there waiting for it to render, getting it on a thumb drive. He comes running out the door. 642. I just hit a, a button on my phone saying I'm on my way to Panda. <laughs> and I'm standing there outside of Pips going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> I'm going, so I'm on a Honda Shadow 750 uh, Spirit with a shorty helmet. Yeah, <laughs> open face. Open face in helmet. In the snow. In the snow. The hail and the snow and the rain. And I I got to Marta Loop. I'm not going to say that I sp- broke the speed limit or any laws the- whatsoever. I simply folded time and space. Yes. Sideways. Yeah. Like you Dis- would despite in... Despite conditions, travel was as efficient as possible. Exactly. Despite the fact that, you know, you know, you... It turns out it's a 13 minute, you're 13 minutes apart. (laughs) I thought it was 20, but... He bent space and time just like you would (laughs) in in a space western. (laughs) You're welcome, listeners. Nicely done. Thank you. So I'm I'm flying down 32nd in March. I mean, I'm traveling uh, cautiously and... (laughs) Uh, you know, while he's driving cautiously, I go into Pips to warm up, and I see the two people who are getting their 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 uh, thumb drives in, and I see all these other filmmakers come in with their thumb drives with fifteen minutes to spare, <laughs> ten minutes to spare. So I go in. I'm like, this is Drop Baron Panda. Um, it's our group. We're. I'm just. He's coming. She's like. Well, it's not here yet, now is it? <laughs> and I died a little inside. As other filmmakers are still walking by me, strutting their stuff, no problems at all, I go back outside to wait, and I'm trying not to cry. And I'm, I'm fairly certain at that point, my back tire was over-rotating and sliding around the chicane in uh, Crowchild Trail uh, while doing the speed limit. I yelled at him later for... Being so safe. Long story short. For this short film. I ended up pulling into Pip's parking lot. Oh, no, no, no. So I'm standing outside of Pip's. I'm standing outside of Pip's. I'm watching down the street for any motorcycles. Can't see it, can't see it. All of a sudden, this light shone down on the top of whatever road it's on. 30 seconds. 30 And I see this motorcycle coming down street as safely as he could possibly drive in the snow and well, conditions yeah. considering the conditions is probably you probably <laughs> yeah. who else would be on their motorcycle going... who would who else would risk their lives for the 48 hour film challenge <laughs> no one but drop bear so yeah i shit you not i pulled into that parking lot at 659 <laughs> Through the USB key <laughs> at Panda, yeah. who caught it over her shoulder running up the stairs. It was epic. Into Pips. 
And I run in, go up the stairs, fling open the door, got it, go find the people that are there, because I made sure that I knew where the judges were, slammed it down on the table, and I said, did I make it? And they slowly brought up their wrist, checked the time, and said, yes, you made it. I, I Where in, I think I shit myself soon afterwards. I, I walk in shivering, wet and miserable. I was hypothermic. I couldn't feel my hands. I had like he, little T-Rex hands. He, he was literally shaking like he was having a seizure. It was awful. Like, it, it actually legit scared me a so, little bit. So we went across the street to Ferguson Bix, because I think that's... We might have jumped up and down and ch- chest bumped yeah. as well in pips. Did some high fives. And then oh, went yeah. across and, and probably had whiskey shots. Yes. <laughs> and food. Yeah, something warm. So so we, we got it in on time. Like, we, I, we, we met the challenge, and I... The moral of the story is always give yourself at least two-hour window, because... Oh, my God. You're going to need it. That was ridiculous. Yeah. But... So it ended up getting shown at the Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo, like in the big theater, the Boys Theater. Boys Theater on April the 29th. Yeah. 27th. 27th. And there was like, there's like lots of, how many films were there? Like six, seven? Oh God, there was. Maybe more? 10, 12. But no, no, there was, there was a lot. Yeah, it was a pretty. They redid pretty uh, lines and they redid. So other, oh. other filmmakers also had the same line we had. Yeah. They had the same genre, which. Yeah, I thought two or th- two or three. Yeah, I thought two or three had this had the same. So there was at least twelve. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Twelve or sixteen. And and really, I mean, they really good stuff. Like mm-hmm. it was super fun to sit there and watch what other people accomplished in forty eight hours. When ours came up, I gotta tell you, and it, I totally biased opinion. Big screens and everything. It kicked ass. Even my horrible laser effects <laughs> were super fun and I got to shoot a, Falcon. <laughs> I got to shoot a laser off of Liam's mustache. Yeah. <laughs> it's cuz he uses that amazing mustache wax. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, the Kenya handlebars. Strong enough to almost stop and reflect a laser but still kill you. <laughs> yeah. In the face. That, yeah. that's going to be their new tagline, I know it. Right? Yeah. That's oh, not totally. working at all. So uh, it was pretty incredible. We had most most of our uh, cast was able to come. Yeah. Um, Ken even brought his kids, I think, which was yeah. super cute. Um, and yeah, it was great to like meet other people, and and we were almost a full house. The theater was pretty full. Yeah, it was. Uh, cool. So not only were there filmmakers there and the filmmakers' friends, but also people from the expo were just. Shit! There's a 48 hour film challenge. Like, let's go check that out. So, well, it was, it, and we didn't win, which I, I thought was unfortunate. I thought we should have won something, but we did get a, an honorable mention for our use of the line of dialogue. It's true. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I think I think we got more than just an honorable mention for that. I think they were very aware that, considering we put it put it off in 48 hours, ours was pretty freaking good. Yeah, well, and not to speak ill of any of the any of the other competitors because they. Like all of them were were really great yeah. and and funny and well well thought out, but but the one just having the background that you two are coming from was considerably more polished. Yeah, and I think that's kind of something that that holds it back in a, in a contest like that is they're uh, they're expecting the handheld camera and the you know they're expecting it to be kind of shitty, and, yeah. and it it was the production value. It was like well these it looks like it was done in a studio because yeah. it was <laughs> well yeah. But I mean, it wasn't. It, I doubt any of the other ones had craft services. 
Well, that's fair. But <laughs> when we say craft services, we mean Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. <laughs> there, there <was> Subway. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, and that's that's and laser fights and laser fights. I mean, my God. I think I think we delivered a really good product. Uh, our forty-eight hour film challenge, I think, was a success. I, th- I I'm disappointed we didn't take anything away from that. Uh, like as, an, as, a, as an award, as an award, yeah. yeah. Um, there was uh, audience favorite, and there was expo favorite. I yeah. think as well. Um, but. I am totally willing to do another 48-hour film oh, challenge next year, yeah. or the one in Okotoks, or the one in Airdrie, or something like They're that. They're a blast, but they make you work, and they make you think. Mm-hmm. And I, I think just from a, like f- being creative, so I own a creative agency, and doing creative things like that with a group of people that are pros and in it for fun. I mean, that's what you want. Like We had a lot for. of fun. Yeah, it, it was hard work. Like yeah. there, there's no denying that, I mean, you're putting in five, six hours, like just as a more or less an extra. I was on set for, for about five hours yeah. for a five minute film that I died early on in. Yeah. But it was such a fun day. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And I mean, we've done, um, we were involved with a, a short film that's uh, two minutes long that was shown at uh, the New York uh, Fright Fest Film Festival and in New Florida. New York City International Film Festival. International Film Festival. And that was a two, two and a half minute short, and that took us 48 hours to film. To film. Like yeah. two 12, 16 hour days. And th- 30 days to in post-production. Yeah. Uh, 30 days in pre-production just to get ready for it. Mm-hmm. So another reason why 48 hour film challenges are incredible, and it's fantastic to watch other people's projects and see what they come up with and how they use the line of dialogue yeah. and what their toy was, or... How they you know, interpreted this, and, and how you get from nothing to a finished product, which is... With sound and music and credits. And, credits yeah. and it it was a lot of fun. We also sort of thought throughout that weekend, oh my gosh, this is fun, and oh my gosh, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> and that sort of went over and over and over. <laughs> but I, oh my gosh, we're going to kick ass next year. Oh my God, yeah. Well, and uh, just to, you know, put the icing on the cake as we... It came out of that that's a huge learning experience mm-hmm. and to take the films that we had done before and to then put that into place uh, it put us in a really good uh, in a good place to um, uh, to win the story hive grant for the music videos mm-hmm. uh, which you know is a story for another day but I mean that was you know we got uh, grant money from story from tell story hive to produce a music video mm-hmm. that was also shot in a very short period of time um, so all these things just add up and add up and the more you do stuff the better you get at it well when you challenge yourself and then you, and you succeed yeah. which is well if I'm capable of that under this kind of constraint right. then when I'm just doing the same thing but as a regular job without having you know 48 hours to do absolutely everything it it reduces the stress in the mm-hmm. like once you're through it yeah you, you've you've kind of leveled up and, and you have that totally. uh, that confidence going forward and yeah. and I and I do have to, to stress again that um, a lot of our success also came from the um, incredible help and the incredible cast and the crew oh, that we yeah. had the team we had was second to none everyone was excited to be there everyone did what they were asked or told and everyone did it with a smile on their face and they were completely professional and it was a lot of fun and ex- well except Liam because 
Well, that's why we killed him off early. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. Wow. It was, it was, we, we were very lucky. We're very lucky to have the people um, that we have to have our backs. Well, yeah. one thing that I noticed, never having been on a film set, it was a, it was a huge learning experience for me mm-hmm. because, you know, back, back when I was young and pretty, I had dreams of being an actor and then just was never brave enough to go after it. You're still it, so. pretty. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying it because we're, we're awesome facial hair bros. Hey, <laughs> don't edit there don't, yeah <laughs> that's a that's a uh, comic book reference but uh, <laughs> one thing that I that I picked up on was that there everyone was there to do the job but there were no egos stepping on each other None. Right. like we had we had two camera people we had a we had a director we had a, a boom mic operator we had you, you two as the as the creatives behind it we had people blocking scene blocking out scenes yeah. and we had a Peruvian band yeah we had a, a Platinum selling Peruvian mariachi band playing yeah. playing space mariachi mm-hmm. we had with their Sato, awesome we had Tamara Gold yeah. with their awesome fake mustaches. Yeah, one of which was worn upside down. I know because it's more <laughs> science fictiony that way. Total science fiction. <laughs> but, I but the fact that you know anybody there could make a suggestion and completely change things, and it was either uh, no, that won't work. This is why, or let's try it. Yeah, like there was one scene just. From from my perspective, where uh, it was right before the the laser fight breaks out, yeah. and Tamara was on one side of the table, and you had to sort of do a dive roll and get away from yeah. from shooting lasers and that, and I just sort of timidly because I've never been on set before and I don't want to get thrown off, sort of say, "What if? Wouldn't it be easier if we put her on the other side? Yeah, and then you can just dive this way, and then the the laser shooting goes in the right in the right direction." And, yeah. yeah, perfect. And, and I was thinking, oh, I'm telling the director how to direct. And he's like, yeah, that, let's try it. Yeah, yeah. no, Candace was all about, like, uh, getting ideas. And we were all about getting ideas from other people. And and I think that's, pro- like, one of the reasons why it works so well is it started It was with, very collaborative. Very collaborative. Yeah. Which I think you have to do, like, in any projects, whether they're big or small. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, the, the idea of uh, when uh, we uh, ran past uh, Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> And, and how to make it kind of silly. Like, I came up with how to make him look like he's using the force. <laughs> and it, it was, it was, it was, I'm very proud of that because we didn't have that in the script, but we knew we needed something. And yeah. Well, he had two umbrellas in his drink anyway. Well, exactly, right? <laughs> and I had the two umbrellas. Have him like do the force, you know, the, I'm doing a force hand wave right now because you can't see it. You can hear it. <laughs> two umbrellas. Yeah, so good. Yeah, but then he just he just did did jazz fingers, and I was lying on my back at his feet, <laughs> dancing him. Bro, oh, the magic is gone. The yeah. magic is gone. Yeah. So it's I don't know. I I think I think what you what you really have to do is is uh, think about you know the people that you have around you that are supportive. Uh, think about how you can challenge yourself, uh, and whether you you succeed or fail, it's still a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't win, which was fine. Um, even if we didn't get the film in on time, if we were two minutes late, we still would have been shown, but we wouldn't have been a part of the contest. Yeah. It's still a huge learning curve on how to put together something that's decent and fun and have a good time in a huge time crunch. Yeah. It was massive for us, I think. And the fact that we're willing to do it again and not sleep for 48 hours, I think is... Yeah, super fun. Well, and I think it, you know, from a dropper and panda perspective, since doing that, it's taken our filmmaking into a different direction. Not just with the story hive stuff, but even in our like shorts that we do, 
we're taking more risks and you know our latest stuff hasn't been scripted at all it's been improv mm -hmm. uh, it's been short and sweet and to the point yeah. um but uh we have other shorts that we've done where we have actual setups and <laughs> a super camera crew and kids and um special effects foley that we used for christmas last yeah, year and like bending celery Anyway, we, we, we should we should leave it there and leave some stuff for people to check out. Yeah, absolutely. So we have lots more stories. We have tons. Well, thank you both for taking the time to share that story. <laughs> thank you and thanks for helping us in that story. Oh, it was, it was super funny. I, if I'm welcome, I can't wait to do it again next year. Done. Team Intergalactic Kegger. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some let's get some plugs in. Yeah, sure. Where, where can people find you? Where can people find out what you're doing? Uh, you can check us out. Uh, we've got a website. It's dropbearandpanda.tv, and that has a lot of stuff in it. Um, it. It actually has all of our projects in it. We're also on Funny or Die uh, slash dropbearandpanda if you want to check us out there. So funnyordie.com slash dropbearandpanda. That's a pretty big platform. Yeah, Funny or Die is... It's really cool. And, and, and they're, some, they're, they're legit. I'm learning how to use it. Like, it's it's difficult to, to drive people there. But, I mean, I think our last one, the Halloween one, we've got, like, 80 views and 60 funny votes. and Or, pardon me, 80 views and 30 funny votes with no die votes. Which well, is there's no die cool. votes. Mm -hmm. um, and, but uh, we're trying to get subscribers to our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And we don't have a fun YouTube name because we don't have enough subscribers yet. So if you go to YouTube.com and type in Drop Bear and Panda, you'll Drop find us Drop Bear there. and Panda. Yeah, you'll find us there. Uh, social media on Twitter, we're Drop Bear N Panda. So the Drop Bear, capital N Panda, because we couldn't use and because that's too many letters. Mm -hmm. uh, and on Instagram, Drop Bear and Panda, at Drop Bear and Panda. Mm -hmm. We're also on Facebook. And Facebook as well. Yeah, so. we're everywhere. We're in your home. Uh. <laughs> And we'll post all these links in the liner notes as well as around social media. Thank you. One final question. What were you looking for? 42. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Drop Baron Panda. Where did that come from? Oh. Our, our origin story. Yes. Oh. Do you want the fake story. version gonna, or the real one? We're going to kill Bruce Wayne's parents again. Let's have an origin <laughs> okay. story. Well, uh, Pan... I was named Panda first. Yeah, it, it came organically. There was no moment that it no. happened. It, it sort of because you're adorable and very rare. And she falls over a lot. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> but she she wears her hair in this cute little space buns thing, which reminds me of a panda. Panda ears. And she's got this white streak in her naturally occurring white streak in her hair. So mm -hmm. she's like black and white, and she's a little clumsy, and she's adorable. <laughs> so, so I started calling her Panda. Yeah. And my adorable panda ears. Yeah. And then I, I, I think of myself as fairly fierce and, you know, dangerous. But super derpy and kind of <laughs> idiotic and slow. Right. Which is very koala-esque. Yeah. Uh, but Probably, I, I probably want... has chlamydia. <laughs> and sleeps everywhere. Oh, God. Yeah. So uh, Drop Bear came about... Uh, just, yeah, just just kind of. She she called me Dirt Bear one time. <laughs> and I was like, "Did you say Drop Bear?" She goes, "No, Dirt Bear." I'm like, "Drop Bear." Yeah, because they're ferocious, terrifying, but you know, scratch them behind the ears, 
<laughs> and you have and chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and then we started ending Science all of our joke. videos with Drop Bear and Panda with some weird thing, and it just worked. Yeah, it just uh, it all works out. Yeah, we, we do have a crazy fake story, but... We were told that we need to find a better story for our origin story, which might be a short in the future. Ooh, stay tuned. Dun, dun, dun. Well, thanks again for telling your story. And for everyone listening out there, everybody has a story to tell, and it is time to tell yours. Visit CapturingLegacies.com to get started. Really hope you enjoyed this episode of A Story Not Forgotten. If you did, please remember to give us a like, share us around your social media, and then head over to iTunes or the Google Play Store to subscribe so that you never miss a future episode. While you're there, we would really love it if you would give us a rating or a review. The more of those we have, the higher we'll appear in search results, allowing us to find more guests and bring more stories to more of you. If you have a story that you would like to have featured on the show, please head over to CapturingLegacies.com and click on the podcast tab to get a hold of us. And until next time, what's your story? <laughs>